Hello, welcome to the With It podcast. My name is Jeremy Hoffman. Our goal with the With It podcast is to share authentic, truthful, expansive perspectives around subjects like mindfulness, mindset, entrepreneurship, spirituality, relationships, so that you can take this information, apply it into your life, and in your own way, get with it. With it is not something that I have or that any of the guests have. Being with it is a state of mind, and more so, it's a state of being. So tune in and get ready to get with it in your own way. Thank you for tuning in. I will be myself or someone in the Oasis team will be going live once a week. Currently, it is me as the team is developing and building and we're going to be bringing on different specialists from, you know, anxiety and stress to different herbalists to mindset coaches, nutritionists to really continue to provide value on this platform live as well as through all of the other channels. So stay tuned. Today, I am going to be speaking with one of my friends, Michael Fraser, who is the founder of Panic to Passion. Hear a little bit about his story with anxiety and stress. Myself sharing a little bit of my personal story with anxiety and stress. And then our best tips and tricks for how to adapt to, how to function with, how to transmute some of this anxiety and some of this stress. So stay tuned. It's going to be a good live. The sun is shining here in Vancouver, British Columbia. It's bright in my, in my space. For the first time in a while, you can see there's light going on all over the place. So I am excited. And let's get going. Yo! Hello. I can hear you well. How you doing? Good. I had a little couple issues there. I'm glad I'm on. I heard you say that it's beautiful sunshine in BC. It is, yeah. It's uh, I don't know if you can see in here. It's probably a little bit more challenging to see, but the the sunlight's actually radiating in my window for the first time, and I it feels like a long time. Love it. Yeah, I'm in Edmonton, Alberta, and the sun is not shining today, even though it's usually beautiful blue skies here, but not today, unfortunately. It, it's usually quite sunny there. Yeah, is that correct? That's the beauty of of Edmonton. Like it's freezing cold, but you'll have such gorgeous blue uh sunny skies which keeps your stress and you know depression away i found when i was living in vancouver it was like quite heavy with the darkness but uh, i'm glad the sun's out there yeah me too i definitely i was doing some of my uh morning practices and just in the <laughs> in the window allowing the sun to come Stoke in and soak it up yeah Love so it. thank you for coming on with us i'm excited to talk to you because i know that I think in, in some ways our personal stories have some good overlap and something that actually came to me in my morning meditation was that how I feel like we're both actually really working on something we're passionate about. Obviously it's in your name, Panic to Passion. And just like in the world right now, there's so many things that we could be doing to just make money. Like that could be our, our sole focus, but we've consciously chosen to start projects or businesses that you know, the wealth and the abundance will come, but that we are really helping people, you know, that we're actually, you know, being of service. And I think it's very, well, hopefully that keeps going. Uh, uh, very, uh, 
authentic to our our story so i'd love to just know a little bit about your story with anxiety stress maybe tell us a little bit about panic to passion as well and just kind of bring us through your your journey of just how you've worked through some of the struggles of that uh absolutely thank you for having me on this i'm always grateful to chat with you you get me fired up so i'm excited for our chat today um <laughs> So yeah, you hit a great point. I used to be specifically in a money business. My money business was landscaping and property maintenance. And so I started that business uh, as I had these massive dreams of being a millionaire in my 20s and having this massive company. And after starting that business and also getting into real estate, I quickly experienced a severe panic attack in front of a group of clients. And so that panic attack traumatized me, it sent me in a state of just constant chronic stress, anxiety. I had no tools at that time to manage my nervous system, manage my thoughts, everything that was going on for me. And so it just sort of led into this nasty anxiety, panic cycle, um, chronic stress, overwhelm, depression for 10 years. And so, you know, I went to Tony Robbins, I went to different um, healing events and over that 10 years slowly began to kind of get clear as to what was going on with me, but it wasn't until I fully committed um, mm. to healing that I began my, my journey of, of where I'm at now. And so it all started with meditation for me. Uh, my sister bought me a 10 week meditation course. And within three weeks of that course, I just noticed my whole life shift. And um, after taking that course, you know, I really committed and decided that um, I was going to help heal or help other people guide them to um, heal and end their anxiety once I had really done that for myself. And so mm. I took myself sort of through a two and a half year process, which has led me to where I'm now uh, in a space where I've fully been able to overcome like severe, severe anxiety where I was taking medication every day, uh, keeping myself away from, you know, friends, family situations that were triggering. And um, so that's why I'm incredibly passionate about this business. And that's why it's called Panic to Passion um, because I now gladly and passionately um, teach people and guide people over an eight week period as to calming their nervous system, getting clear as to what that root causes of their anxiety, helping them sort of desensitize those triggers and then really rewire the way you think uh, and feel and learn how to accept those thoughts and feelings so that you can begin to overcome um, your anxiety. So that's what uh, I've been doing over this last year, about a year and a half, and um, love it. Nice, man. Thank you for sharing. That was like, that was the perfect, like, personal business, what you're doing. That was the perfect way to summarize your last, like, 15 years. It seemed like that was epic. Um, Pretty much, yeah. It's, it's been about 13 years. Yeah, yeah 13, yeah. Yeah. Um, and very similar in, in my way, I've gone a couple different routes over this, you know, I w it's not been 13 years for me, uh, but over the past 10 years, I've, I've taken a, a different route and kind of my story with that is, you know, I don't even know, I know what started it, but I don't even know what, at what moment it began that I just started to have crippling stress and anxiety. It, it was along the path of just chasing money, going after this financial success. I got into the rat race, you know, bought a vehicle, had a house, ended up getting married along that way. Yeah. And just kind of fell in this like rat race, this hamster wheel mm. of life. And it like, it picked up so much speed. 
inside of my mind, not like it just in here, it picked up so much speed that there was no, there was no, like, I didn't even know there was a life outside of this state of frantic, right? Like of panic, like it's yeah. tied in. Like, I didn't know there was, I didn't know people enjoyed their life outside of this state of panic and chaos. And Absolutely. I would wake up in the mornings. I felt like someone was just pushing my chest back in. I, I, I couldn't sleep. I developed sleep apnea, uh, all kinds of different medication. My immune system ended up going down the drain. I had walking pneumonia for two years. Anyways, not going into the victim, but the, the effects of stress um, oh. just were crippling in, in, in life. And same thing. It's like, I didn't, I didn't talk to anyone really about it. I, I didn't know how to handle it. I would like, you know, freak out at, at my wife or someone in my life because I was at this like breaking point all of the time. Like them just deciding that they couldn't figure out what they wanted to eat was enough for me to like, just like lose my shit. React. React, react to that. There was just, I, the battery was so empty, mentally, yes. physically, definitely spiritually. And, and, and my story really similar in different ways brought me into forms of plant medicine and then, you know, breath work and meditation. And the business that, you know, we're speaking live on right now is Oasis Mushrooms, which is the adaptogens and the functional mushrooms. And so what I found in my practice was that even when I went into meditation, I didn't have a meditation course or a teacher. Like I was just kind of like winging it, you know? Yeah. Um, my mind could try to get there, but my body was still very stuck mm. in panic, in stress, in fight or flight response, yeah. totally. in the trauma. Um, and so obviously we can release this through meditation and through practice and through breath. But at that point, I didn't know that. So I started, you know, taking adaptogens. I started taking these natural herbs that could help my body naturally re-regulate the hormones, naturally re-regulate all these stress responses in my body. And so after about three and a half months of taking adaptogens, which is what we're doing here with Oasis, that is when I began to learn meditation fully. And that's when I began to learn breath work because it's like my body and my mind could connect to each other again. And before that, there was like this disconnect because the body was still so tight yes yes you know totally. um so yeah i'd like to just hear a little bit more about what you're doing with panic to passion with people and and how you're yeah how you're you know showing up how are people you know shifting and changing what is something that you you noticeably see kind of like a pattern with people that you like to guide people through absolutely uh, so yeah, thank you so much. I just started taking those adaptogens and I've actually noticed this. I was kind of in a state when the new year started of, um, lacking focused and also kind of energy, um, wasn't really clear. And I started taking them the last week and a half and I actually have noticed uh, a difference, which is awesome. So nice. uh, I'll continue taking them. Yeah, um, nice. And for anyone that's watching from my account, like I've always been a little bit fearful or worried about um, plant medicine. That's actually something I haven't experimented with tons because it's been something that um, just, I was concerned would trigger my anxiety or trigger my panic. And so um, this is not um, magic mushrooms. And, uh, yeah. No, nothing psychoactive or anything like that. About, yeah, this yeah. is uh, something totally different. So um, I love that you're doing this and I, I'm very thankful that I'm taking it. But to uh, talk a little bit more about what I do is so really breathwork meditation is a huge piece. And so 
people when they're suffering with anxiety have a heightened amygdala. And that amygdala is like the guard dog of their brain, which is releasing that cortisol, that adrenaline, sparking that fight or flight feeling. And so the best way to calm that amygdala is using different techniques that are going to um, bring that heightened state down. Meditation's a fantastic one. I actually made a video this morning quickly on Instagram oh, nice. uh, where I talked about uh, meditation, breath work, um, yoga, tapping technique or EFT can be done, you know, acupuncture. But bringing that in daily is super important to help bring that fight or flight, that sympathetic nervous system down into that parasympathetic, which is a more relaxed state. So doing that daily is the first step. You need to just calm your nervous system so that you can handle things in life. You then need to move into your thoughts. So many people don't recognize that we have 50 to 80,000 thoughts a day. And so they're subconsciously just playing in your brain and they're constantly bringing up these threats of fear. Even though it's a perceived threat, it's still activating those same symptoms in your body. So that, you know, the dizziness, that um, heart palpitations, the sweaty hands, all those symptoms that you're experiencing are happening because you're actually having laser focus. Your body is getting you in a state so that you can fight or run or freeze to keep you alive. That's a natural human mm -hmm. response that we have, but we're activating this from a perceived threat, which is then causing us to feel these symptoms. And we're like, what the heck's going on? <laughs> so the key is, you know, at this point to then work on those thoughts, we need to shift those thoughts and understand that we're having um, uh, sort of a worst case scenario thought or an obsessive thought that's causing us to fear something that's not actually a threat. And once you've worked on that, you can desensitize that and start to begin to rewire the way you think. And that's what I move into the sort of the next step, which is visualization. The power mm. of visualization is incredible. Being able to sort of visualize how um, you're going to show up and how you can get through a situation. And your mind is so powerful that it's the same as just remembering a memory of trauma. Actually visualizing something in a different form can create the same sort of structure in your brain. And so the more you uh, practice this, the easier it gets. And that also goes hand in hand with like how you hold your body and how you talk. These things all change uh, how you're going to feel. So I take people through sort of a whole process and I'm kind of just spit firing out a bunch of things, but yeah, it really shifts depending on the person. Um, at first, when I started this, I had like a four week program and you know took everyone through the same four weeks. And now I've recognized the more I work with people, everyone's so different. But yes, I will say that uh, 90% to, to like 98% of my clients in the first week bring their anxiety from, you know, a nine or 10 of that panic stage into like a four or five just by calming their nervous system every day. So if you're out there listening to this, start there. There's so much on YouTube that you can watch different techniques. Uh, and that's where you really need to begin to bring that down. So you then can start working on those other things or getting clear clarity as to where that anxiety is actually coming from. Hell yeah, man. Thank you for sharing all of that. That was value, knowledge coming out. I appreciate that. And <laughs> like you said, it's, it was for, for me, it was really about calming that nervous system down so that I could create space exactly. to even see clearly or even see a little bit what I needed to do for me. Um, and I, like I said, I think as we go into 2021 and further, as we continue to live in these very fast paced, stimulated environments, 
we're not going, our, our nervous system isn't going to become by nature less stressed if we're not consciously choosing and consistently choosing to down-regulate that into the parasympathetic, getting out of our upper range here and coming back down into the body. Yeah. And I mean, the, the good news is, is once you develop this consistency, it becomes a practice that becomes, I find, easier and easier and easier. Absolutely. It doesn't mean that life gets better and always rainbows and butterflies. However, our ability to adapt to, you know, what life is throwing at us, we're in this state of observation, which is something, you know, through meditation, you begin to see this observation, this acceptance of thought, um, which you can then apply into your life, right? Because I fully believe as we transition going forward that we're living in a time where a state of meditation is something that we actually always have access to fully and walking down the street okay does it take practice does it take you know everything takes practice there's no like magic pill like i think that's something else that you know we can kind of relate to it's like with the clients that i see in my coaching and i want to just share mine started as a four-week thing and turned into a three-month thing too over the past year so yeah. everyone's different but the fact that you know when you're consecutively or consistently connecting, you stay more consistently connected, right? To this more relaxed state of being. And so the more that we practice and embody that feeling, just like the more we practice art or the more we practice a sport, we get, we get better at it, or you, you would hope so. Um, the, the same is true for calming down the body. Totally. And, and I think that's super important. And I mean, yeah, go. It's key. It's absolutely key. And it's like, I'm just going to share that like anxiety and, and chronic stress is a habit. You wake up and you reactivate. You don't even realize it's like the same thoughts from the day before. Oh God, I got to do this. You reactivate the same hormones in your mind and your body. And so uh, exactly what you're saying. It's like, if you want to be able to conquer stress throughout the rest of your life, getting these daily practices and creating a new habit of calming them is key. That's exactly what you're saying. I love it. It's yeah. So true. And that's why breath work is so powerful too, because the breath, it's like, you know, you can be in the middle of public or part of a social gathering and just start that breath, calm your nervous system. You know, you don't have to sit there and close your eyes and, you know, meditate. <laughs> well, I think this is the, the beautiful trend of breath work as we move forward is that like Wim Hof has done a really great job of not coming in and making it too like froofy or like, spiritual stereotype in that way and I, I tread lightly with that word um but we're not just like meditating in the park humming not that there's anything wrong with doing that that's great too if you if you choose but this ability to use your breath to, to calm the body and to become back into a connected state that along with the adaptogens it was the breath work that changed my life and again your story didn't have as much as a plant medicine but I had smoked 5-MeO-DMT, I had smoked DMT, I had drank ayahuasca, I had done San Pedro, peyote, uh, wow. mushrooms, LSD. Like, I have done all of the psychedelics before mm. I did my first breathwork session. Mm. When I did my first breathwork session, it was in Bali, uh, in a group of about 45 people. We did the breath of fire for like 45 minutes with some, some very awesome teacher and just, yeah, for 45 minutes. And I remember... <laughs> Fired up. Yeah. <laughs> I I opened my eyes at the end of that and I was like I was crying, I was in a pool of sweat, 
Like there was like literally a pool underneath of me and I had felt like I had just like shed a layer and I was a completely new person. And I was almost kind of pissed that I had never heard of it before. <laughs> yeah, totally. Breathwork's wild. It's like you, um, well, actually, I want to tap on one thing. So, you know, how I mentioned that I haven't played with plant medicine. I actually had a severe addiction to marijuana. I was smoking like 15 times a day. That was part of calming my uh, nervous system while I was taking these meds. And so, although I haven't played with the psychedelics, marijuana was a huge piece of my sort of addiction avoidance tool uh, around anxiety. Me too, brother. Thank um, you for bringing that up. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people that, that are suffering with, you know, chronic stress or anxiety, um, depression, it's like, it's very common to lean into some sort of addiction, whatever that might be, you know, spending hours on your phone or smoking or drinking, whatever that might be, uh, it is common. And so just kind of getting awareness and, and shifting from that is important. But yeah, breathwork is a powerful thing. Like you can, you can actually, uh, you can activate so much, you can clear so much, you can release, you can get so much lighter, you can gain so much energy. It's such a powerful beast that I, I absolutely love. And I know that you've been doing a ton of it and sharing a lot of it. Um, it's so yeah. free medicine. I love, yeah. I love the pun. I, I, I'm sure you've heard this, but it's, it's been right under our noses the whole time. <laughs> and and it's, it's true though, because I, you might even know a little bit more of the science behind it, but from the science that's coming out on the benefits of what this breath can do or just breath work in general, we're finding it can release cannabinoids and opiates and it can reduce stress and anxiety. It can help um, you release trauma from the cells. Like, we're, we're seeing that one of the most powerful medicines that we have access to is clean air that we are breathing. <laughs> and that's phenomenal. If that isn't, I've been looking at trends, you know, with the Oasis movement and all the different projects on the go, looking at the trends moving forward into 2021, 2022, 2023, and the words community and breathwork are starting to show up on these like corporate, you know, yes. corporate uh, blogs and yes. articles and all these sorts of things. And I'm just like, it's good. That's why, you know, I love connecting with you because I know that you see the vision of like how people can truly take their lives back from, from panic, from chaos into a life that they actually enjoy, which is like, I know what you're doing. And it's just so Absolutely. inspiring. I love it. Thank you, brother. I'm going to have to let you talk for, one second, I have to plug in my phone, it's about to die. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I, I absolutely love having Michael with us. For those of you guys tuning in, we've really been going over best ways to handle stress, best ways to handle panic, and start to reprogram out of here. And the, the keys that I think we can really take away is one, consistently focus on re-regulating or down-regulating that sympathetic into the parasympathetic and just sitting with yourself enough until you can calm down, whatever it is. And in, in my coaching, what I've been applying is a lot of like what I like to call pattern interrupts. So when you were talking about, you know, someone has, we're, we're the same thoughts primarily, right? We have, you know, 50 to 80,000 thoughts, 80% of those are the same ones as the day before. And we're just kind of in these same cycles of thought patterns. Yeah. Now, when we're getting triggered, 
I believe that if we don't create space between the trigger and the reaction, like they happen so quickly from this autopilot, unconscious state of programming, that even doing the tap, like you were saying, doing a tap, doing a tap, jumping jacks, snapping our fingers, taking a deep breath at that moment when you first feel the trigger. It doesn't mean that you don't react and still get angry. Maybe that's a thing, but to begin the process of reprogramming when you feel that trigger to create space between the trigger and the reaction so that we can start to have room to reprogram. Absolutely. That's a huge piece. And that's where meditation helps to create that gap so mm -hmm. you, the more, the bigger that gap, the more time so you're not reacting, mm -hmm. uh, which we spoke about earlier. Instead of reacting, you know, you can respond. You were kind of mentioning, um, but something that you hit on was like the focus, right? So we so much heavily focus on our stress or our symptom or our thought. And it's like if you can switch and, and catch yourself and go, okay, I, I, you know, energy goes where focus flows. So. You know, I, if I shift my focus onto the tapping, onto my breath, onto something that's going to shift me, uh, instead of focusing on where I'm suffering, you're gonna shift your state. And the, the more you can practice that and teach yourself that, the quicker you're gonna be able to get out of these panic, chronic stress, anxiety states, uh, as well as depression. Yeah, it's really true. And the, the other thing that came up as you were sharing that is whether you know, you're we're working with Mike, where you're working with us, you're taking adaptogens to help your stress, you're taking cold showers, you're breathing, you're doing meditation, you're doing all these things. That does not mean that you never feel these things. Exactly. <laughs> I love that you're saying that. Because, yes. yeah, because I know that I experience it in my life. Um, and it comes in different ways. It doesn't mean that I never feel stress. It doesn't mean that I never feel anxiety. It is a lot less. I definitely feel in most of the moments very equipped to accept, to witness, to observe why I'm feeling a certain way. But it doesn't mean that once you've meditated for five years or once you've taken adaptogens or whatever the fuck we're talking about here, that you're just never ever gonna feel stress or anxiety ever again, or depression for that matter. Exactly, and I love that you're saying this because it's so true. So many of my clients come to me thinking that I'm perfect. It's like, no, 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 I still have anxiety. I still have stress at times. It just comes up and I let it go. I accept it, feel it, observe it versus fight it, you know, and try to and hate it and, that, and let it grow. Uh, so I love that you're saying that because um, there's times where I've, I've done these lives with certain people or certain things. And I'm like, there's so much uncertainty and I'm like, I feel a little bit anxious about this meeting. And, and that's common. That's a natural human response. If you didn't have that, you wouldn't be alive. So uh, like you're yeah. saying, it's, it's just the practice of, learning how to switch that focus focus so you're not sitting in that trigger um as well as getting clear on what's going to work for you and the more you mm -hmm. practice the more you begin to create new habits the easier that's going to be and the easier you're going to be able to get yourself to allow and accept what you're feeling or thinking instead of fighting it and letting it grow yeah it's it's true and I like that we're speaking on it, right? As people that are helping people with this, just the, the reality that this is present, right? And I know I can, I'll catch myself because one of the ways that I distracted myself with anxiety and uh, stress was, was cannabis yeah. or was social media, was going on my phones. And so now I notice if I'm feeling a little bit of angst, I like 
I'll know that I need to go be in silence. Like my, my thing is I spend a lot of time in, in just silence now. Mm-hmm. And so it'll be like, okay, just go be in silence. But my, my, this part of me, right? We can call it a shadow aspect or this part of me that still wants to give in to the distraction or the addiction will take out my phone. And we were talking about this, how we have timers on our phones for you know 15 minutes of screen time or whatever it is. And I'll, I'll look at and then I'll catch myself and I'll be like, I'm looking at my phone right now and I know intuitively that I was supposed to just go sit and be in silence and to feel, to process whatever had caused this kind of angst inside of me. And so it's like, again, it's, it's not that anyone's ever perfect. I, I, there's no perfect human on this planet. There never will be. If, if you're perfect, you're dead. Um, we're playing an infinite game. So we get to continue to learn new levels of the game. And as I believe we pioneer new ways to handle stress in our personal lives, that is what is helping the people that we serve have an example of how to handle their panic, how to handle their stress, how to handle their anxiety, because we're going through it. How could we ever help people if we're not witnessing and feeling what they've felt or what they're feeling, right? Exactly. That's the biggest piece, like that I would say, uh, at least 50% of my clients come to me and they've been to therapists for like years. And then they come to me and it's like, it's so nice to talk to someone that knows the feelings, that knows what I'm going through, that understands the step-by-steps that are difficult, that I, you know, I went through the exact same thing. And it, just being able to relate on that level helps people significantly just sort of drop their wall and have the com- be comfortable with opening up and, you know, working through this process with you. So yeah. you're right, it's a dead piece. I, I can't, people sometimes ask me like, you know, what, would you change your past? I'm like, no, I'm so grateful for all the hell and the pain and the trauma and the cancer. I missed out on that when I was talking about my story, but all of that, um, I'm so grateful for it because it's made me resilient. It's taught me how to teach and, and guide other people. And it's, uh, it's really my power. Yeah, I, I agree in, in, in my own way. I fully agree. So if we can wrap it up into a couple points from your side, three to five main points to help people with anxiety and stress and go. (laughs) So, okay. So two things. Uh, The first one would be, you need to start calming that nervous system, whatever form that might be breathwork meditation, like we talked about through at the beginning there, as well as begin to use movement. I know you do dance and uh, and different forms, but just getting out and exercising and using your body and getting those feel good chemicals. The third thing would be to, observe and challenge your thoughts uh, and be aware of those thoughts that you're having um, and, and practice different ways and techniques to uh, rationalize and normalize the thinking you're having and shift those thoughts and then sort of the fifth thing would be is visualization visualize yourself if you can visualize yourself doing something with confidence um, with energy you're gonna show up in a different form than you know you don't really realize that subconsciously you're playing in your mind an image of you having that panic attack or that image of you having that anxiety or showing up in a certain way so if you can visualize that in a different form and practice that daily that's also going to help the way you show up in life so those are quick five little tips that i would give um on your journey to calming uh that nervous system and, and getting to a space of more present life versus suffering the state of constantly worrying about the future or the past. Yeah, nice. Those are very valuable. From my side, I would say same thing with you, uh, you know, calming into the parasympathetic. I would use breath, 
meditation. I'd go, I'd say number one is breath. Number two is cold water, um, shower or submersion. And then I would go into meditation. Like you said, moving energy. So whether, again, whether it's the gym, whether it's yoga, whether it's going for a walk or dancing, I don't, I don't fucking care. Like moving your body, you're moving energy through you. Breath moves energy through you. Movement moves energy through you. It creates a lot less stagnation. Uh, the second would just be acceptance, acceptance of what is like, just if something has happened to you, acceptance doesn't have to mean agreement you don't have to agree why something has happened to you or why something has happened in the world um but can you accept what already has happened huge huge for for me and then kind of finishing that off is whatever is happening whatever is happening in your life that it's happening for you not to you so just this mindset of life is happening for me not to me Sometimes I have to breathe to remember this process. Sometimes I need to calm my body down to remember this. But at the end of the day, switching from that mindset allows us to go from the victim to the victor of our lives. Instead of, woe is me, why did this happen? Woe is me, how could this happen? It's like, okay, how am I gonna show up as the victor in this situation? How am I gonna learn? Where's the medicine? Where's the teaching from what's happening? And so for those things, I've just, that's that's what I see. and. Obviously, step one, as we're on, on this page, taking something that helps the body calm down can be a, a crucial tool or an asset in the journey because our bodies really do hold on to a lot of tension. And as we kind of close out, the, the mission of Oasis is actually truly, you know, we looked at stress and did a lot of research over the past months on stress and the effects of stress and how it the sub effects of stress that's affecting about 85% of North America is drug abuse, addictions, depression, high levels of anxiety, hypertension, which leads to heart failure, which is the leading cause of death in the US, lack of sleep, chronic fatigue, there's there's like eight massive sub more than that, that is coming from stress or inflammation. And so our mission is to continue to work and speak with guys like Mike all over to, to continue to educate everyone, you know, tuning in and to also not create something that you need to take for the rest of your life, but to create products that help you in these sectors to re-regulate and then help you reprogram the body so that your mind can start to come online so you can get back to a thriving life, so you can enjoy life again instead of being stuck inside of this bubble of panic chaos and fear it's a cycle and i i i should have i love that you touched on acceptance i should have talked about it more uh today but you're right like really what's growing your anxiety is avoidance and fighting it and the more you can learn to accept that uh, accept that stress and, and sit in it and allow yourself to observe and feel those feelings and, and observe those thoughts and accept that the faster you're going to break through yeah 100 percent, man beautiful, beautiful. hey Thank you. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Uh, I so appreciate you. Everyone uh, from here, please check out uh, from our page, watching the recording. Maybe if this gets turned into a podcast, wherever you're at, check out what Mike is doing. Uh, Michael Fraser, Panic to Passion. I like it. I've been able to witness it grow and I'm excited to see what you do, man.
Thank you. So same with you, man. I appreciate you so much. And I'm grateful we got on this call. Of course. Talk to you soon. Talk soon, brother.